Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Has it been feeling like I'm just sitting next to you? Well, not next to you, in front of you. (laughs) Hopefully I'm not sitting next. Do you sit next to your friends at coffee shops? Not directly in front, but you guys sit like you're um, watching a movie? That doesn't happen, does it? Um, Has it been feeling like I'm just hanging out with you, sitting in front of you at a coffee shop, shooting the shit and talking about relationships? Because that is my whole approach. I hope that's what it feels like. I hope it doesn't feel uh, this doesn't whole thing doesn't feel unprofessional. Um, the, the the my tone and my approach is a conversational one, and that's that's what I imagine when I'm doing these things. I'm actually thinking about you sitting in front of me, and we're just chatting. Okay, so I mentioned my predator and prey theory, right? The relationship dynamic. Um, now I want to talk about a different relationship dynamic. This one's actually more common. It's the pursuer slash distancer. So one is pursuing. One is after the chase. One has a pattern of pursuing in a relationship to get the high off that chase. And then the other one is creating distance, right? The other one is a runner, running away. Now listen, there is that little uh, chasing game, that flirting, um, that thing that happens early on when you first start dating, and that's normal and healthy. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in a full-blown relationship where you have a pattern of pursuing in a relationship and you have a pattern of distancing yourself or running away. That is not sustainable. I think that it always it always comes to a cul-de-sac or a dead end um, because what happens is uh, people start outgrowing these patterns right so for example if you're a distancer and your pattern is to distance yourself especially you know if early on it's not a problem but like as you get deeper and as you get to know someone or as there's more investment there's more at stake and you start to catch feelings like when that stuff happens and you notice that you're actually distancing yourself um, and of course that's coming from fear or wherever um, when that starts happening and then you realize that this is happening and this is a pattern and, and that this is something that you want to work on that you no longer want to distance yourself because it hasn't worked before. And then let's say you start getting therapy or coaching or you know you go on your self-betterment journey. Um, you start working on yourself. You start growing, evolving, and you no longer do that. Then what happens is that relationship dynamic um, instantly changes, right? Because the pursuer wants to pursue, and you're no longer running. So, <laughs> so, so now uh, the dynamic of the relationship has changed, and the the pursuer might not be okay with this, and maybe he may, uh, he or she may, uh, it might create resistance, right? Uh, and this is when people start outgrowing each other. So whenever the the dynamic in the relationship changes, people start outgrowing each other, and so. Um, the pursuer might feel that the chemistry is faded or might think uh, and truly believe that you know something is wrong with the relationship when in fact that's not the case uh, people are just growing people are just evolving you know and the pursuer isn't and that's why his lenses are distorted right so ask yourself are you a pursuer do you pursue do you have do you have a pattern in relationships to chase 
And if you do, then are you really interested in the person or are you interested in the high that you get from the chase? Because the high you get from the chase is not sustainable. And like a drug, you will want more and more. And if you don't get it in this relationship, you will go, go find it somewhere else, right? If that's your pattern. And also, a lot of this is subconscious. And, you know, you guys know that 90% of um, our, our choices, our behavior is from our subconscious. We're not even aware of things. So making the subconscious conscious is a huge part of self-betterment. So being aware of what is underneath that is um, coming up on top that is that you're now conscious of. So are you a uh, pursuer? Um, if so, what was the result of that, right? If you look back at your other relationships, um, did that contribute to the expiration of those relationships? You always constantly chasing and chasing and pursuing and getting high off the chase. Or, or are you a distancer? Do you distance yourself? You know, are you maybe you're not a distancer in the beginning, but as it gets deeper and there's more feelings and there's more at stake, and you feel that you are, you know, more um, showing yourself, and that's terrifying. And you, 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 so then you start to distance yourself, you start to run. So um, you start to run away. And you may logically try to blame it on chemistry or. I don't know, his change in wardrobe or whatever. You might just find excuses, right? Um, and in a way, that's kind of self-sabotaging because you're afraid to run towards someone. You're afraid to get deeper. You're afraid to love. You're afraid to experience true intimacy. So there are many distancers uh, that I've worked with, and they run because of fear. And they're afraid of getting hurt. They're afraid of showing themselves. They're afraid of intimacy. Um, and part of that fear may come from never experiencing it, right? Uh, never experiencing true intimacy, not knowing even what that looks like. So growth is always going to be in creating new experiences for yourself. And so if you are a distancer, the work for you would be to obviously stop running, you know? So then the question is, what would it look like for you to run with your partner instead of run away? And I say with instead of at because you're not running at people. That's not what relationships are about. It's about um, two people doing life together, not at or around, right? So what would it look like for you to stop running away, stop distancing yourself, whether it's emotionally or, or physically or mentally, whatever, um, what, what would it look like for you to start running with your partner, to start sharing your life? And that is the work. Once you know what that would look like for you in action, um, in intention, in mindset, now it's the execution piece. How are you going to execute this, right? What does that look like in behavior? Or if you are someone who is a pursuer, who's constantly pursuing and chasing um, Ask yourself where that's coming from. Why do you need to uh, pursue? You know, usually it's from the high of the chase, and then once you feel that you have gotten, then 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 it's no longer exciting for you, and you disconnect, or you, your eyes start drifting, or you fade out, or fade away. Um, and if you continue that pattern, uh, you're never gonna go 
deep, you're just going to go wide, meaning uh, you'll go from one lily pad to another lily, lily pad, and um, the faces may change, but um, you'll never experience uh, deeper intimacy. And again, you may be doing this out of fear, right? And if so, what are you afraid of? So for someone who is a pursuer, what would it look like for you to stop pursuing? To actually start doing life with your partner instead of pursuing and having to pursue. Here's another dynamic, and it's um, something you may be able to relate to. It's the caretaker slash the one, and then the one being taken care of, right? And sometimes this has to do a sibling position. So I'm I'm definitely not a caretaker. Well, I guess I am in some ways, but um, because I was the youngest and I have an older brother and he got all the responsibilities and he had to grow up fast and he was basically my umbrella <laughs> that protected me from any adult responsibilities. So um, I was like spoiled and I've been taking care of most of my life, you know, uh, just being uh, the youngest, a baby in the family. And so... I'm going to naturally uh, gravitate toward the caretaker, someone who takes care of me, right? And of course, you know, an extreme version of this is not healthy. It's not sustainable because the caretaker may take care of you and that's how they feel valuable. But then they do that long enough where they start losing themselves um, and then they uh, build resentment and anger, right? So the caretaker is usually a doer. And they do and do and do, and they feel valuable because they're taking care of you. Um, and then there's the, the martyr complex and the poor me and the, the losing of self. And then what happens is they get angry for taking care of you. <laughs> oh, man, I shouldn't be laughing because this is this shit's real. Um, and I know there's a lot of uh, pain and heartbreak from these dynamics. But... Um, Sometimes you have to laugh, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you have to laugh because uh, if you take things too seriously and everything is so heavy, it, it just self betterment doesn't have to be like that. So, which one are you? Are you a caretaker? Are you the one um, that is used to being take, uh, taken care of? And it's not about like completely swinging the other way. It's about adjustment. It's about balance. It's about knowing where you're at and. Um, moving a little to the left or maybe a little bit to the right you know i always uh think about self-betterment as like you imagine that you are an equalizer right and you got your treble and your bass and your tone and all of the stuff and you have to decide as you turn your dials uh what frequency or what um works the best for you uh as you equalize yourself right what's the the, the perfect note or the perfect sound that's going to work the best for you so if you are a caretaker, it doesn't mean to suddenly um, refuse that or to go against you know you being a caretaker because I think there's a gift in that you know I think there's something valuable about um, being wired to take care of people. It's amazing you know, um, and at the same time, if you are uh, someone that's used to being taken care of, that doesn't mean that to deny your truth right because caretakers need to be with people that need to be taken care of it just means that it can't be to the extreme where you're an adult child right you can't be dependent on that so all of this is about self-awareness um about being aware of your dynamic of your relationship being aware of um which category you fall into whether you're a caretaker or someone that's being uh, taken care of or uh 
you are a pursuer or you are someone or you're a distancer or going back to what I was talking about um, a few lessons before about the predator and prey, do you, which category you fall into. All of this is about being aware, right? Being aware of how you are, um, what you respond to, what your patterns are, and then adjusting from there. So think about these um, relationship dynamics. Think about if you're a pursuer or a distancer. Think about if you are a caretaker or you are someone who um, has to be uh, taken care of. Think about how this dynamic plays in your relationship, right? Um, and then most importantly, think about how you want to change, right? So what does it look like? to uh, adjust your, your, your equalizer? What does it look like to move to the left a little bit or to the right? What does it look like to run with your partner instead of away? What does it look like to stop pursuing and, and to actually attract and to go with? What does it look like to stop taking care of people because you keep losing yourself? What does it look like to stop taking uh, stop depending on other people to take care of you and you growing the F up and taking care of yourself. What does all of this look like in action? Um, and then what is it going to take for you to execute that piece? Because I'll be honest, without that piece, all you have is a lot of information and a lot of ideas, right? But the, your relationships will not change. So when you realize what it looks like, uh, then you have to execute. And as you execute that, that is how you um, bring more to the table in your relationships. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I, and it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive.